Hey, how's it going, everybody? My name is Murky, for all intents and purposes. Uh, really, my name is Murray. My middle name is Kyle. And I just use the M-U-R and the K-Y. It makes murky. It means dark. I like it. Or dark waters. I like it. Because, you know, that's kind of how I see myself. Um, it's just very dark in general. I mean, even though I'm very bright and uh, expressive or dramatic... <laughs> I don't want to say expressive as far as actual emotions. I want to say dramatic. I overemphasize things. Think of like an anime. You know, that's that's one of the things I love about anime. Um, but I am dramatic. But inside, in the way that I think, it's all very dark and gray. And I don't mean this in a bad way. I mean this in a way that everything is the same. And that's kind of why I'm making this uh, this podcast, you know? I've always been really, really good at taking pieces of myself, my trauma, my past, my experiences, other people that I've talked to and listened to, and taking all these pieces and putting them together to create something that made other people feel understood, that made them feel free. It's always been my way of helping people. Not when I say healing and helping people, I, I don't mean I don't mean that like I do anything special. I literally just listen to them. I know what pieces to use and I know the questions to ask. I trust my intuition and I just kind of push the boundaries of certain parts of their mind and their perceptions so that it enables growth it enables healing and it enables them to see what i can already see that's something i've always been good at so with this instead of picking out the pieces myself and doing this i'm trying To just share all the pieces together. Maybe how I think can help more people than just the people I run into. Because that's all I've ever really been good at is, you know, is one-on-one help. Um, Not that great at trying to help multiple people. My brain just, uh, it says, nope. (laughs) And just gets overwhelmed and don't doesn't, doesn't know what to say because everybody needs something different and everybody is is unique and special you know so I guess I should start off with some things about me first let's say that my brain type is uh, definitely an INTP god when I try to express emotions it is horrible <laughs> um, Did I mention that it's it's horrible? <laughs> Anyways, um, when I experience a new emotion, God, it's even worse because I don't know what's going on and I have no clue what to do or any, oh my God, I can laugh at it because, you know, <laughs> I've been through it, I understand it, but man, <laughs> let's see currently in my life i am going to therapy i am working on getting an actual diagnosis uh, probably for add and autism 
personally, I already know that I'm that these are accurate, but people need papers and um for a while I wanted the validation as well, but then I started to realize I don't really want the validation. It's just I want other people to believe me because I didn't believe that other people would believe me. If that makes sense to you at all. Um, I have always got validation by understanding myself, coming to a conclusion um, after exploring all the options and saying, hey, this is it, or finding something in the world that matches it. Wherever, in other people, um, in religion type of things, anything. Like If I come to a belief and then... You know, I can go find somebody like Sigmund Freud or Buddha or something like that that has come to the same belief. To me, that's validating. And that's the way I like to do things is I like to figure all of it out on my own from the bottom up. I see a possibility and then or I see something and then I want to know all the possibilities of what it could do, what it could mean, what it could be. And then I just move on to the next thing, really. <laughs> um, I do that with everything. I, I don't put a lot of time into actually trying to understand all the details. And that was kind of a problem because I had so many things in my head that I understood. And I still do have a lot of things in my head that I understand. But my communication was absolutely horrible a long time ago i just stopped caring about trying to communicate with people nobody ever understood me nobody listened i always felt like a ghost or like a afterthought or like um just like no one really heard what i was saying I just so I stopped really caring about voicing my opinion or saying anything or just communication in general. I have come to learn that <laughs> communication is a lot more difficult than I assumed it to be before. And even now, I have learned to communicate rather well, I do believe, and uh consistently in a way that uh, is tactful and makes the other person not feel threatened and I've worked really hard at doing this actually but it's a skill it's not something that I'm naturally good at or that I easily have picked up it's something that I have been practicing listening learning and developing over years and years and years just to be able to explain the little bit in my head that I can explain. Man, it feels kind of worthless sometimes, honestly. Like, But that's only because it's like from my point of view. Uh, <laughs> I know everything that I understand and how I understand it. And so I know that what I'm saying is nowhere near what I'm thinking. But... I have learned a lot about my brain and uh, it's helped communication a lot like I will generalize a lot of things I know people hate generalizations but you gotta understand if I 
get off on a detail and I'll start naming off all the details about the detail and I will get lost and completely forget about what I was talking about. So I generalize things a lot, like a lot. If they ever come across as offensive, well, you know, I'm sorry. I'm the least judgmental person in the world. <laughs> I am very judgmental of impersonal things like the actions and uh, the beliefs of society as a whole. But for each individual person and for every person, I will never judge a person. It's just I know what judgment does to the brain. And uh, I know that everybody is judging themselves already, so I see no point in doing it. I just judge these collective beliefs that we all support, or that so many support and validate because it's their life easier. And I guess that's the problem that I really have, is that people are choosing things to make things easier because... They've never actually been pushed. And I don't mean pushed as in uh, like they haven't been through pain or been hurt. I mean pushed as in positively reinforced and made to face things, to deal with things, to learn from things, to see things a different way, to just take in other perspectives and to think. Now, I don't blame anybody. I mean, it's just, it's, it's something a lot of people go through. But I feel like it's something that our world desperately needs. People have to get off of this whole notion of trying to figure out who they are. I'll come around to that. Right now, I'm going to keep going into, you know, me and stuff. I am uh, still going to therapy. I actually like it. Uh, now that I found a therapist that I enjoy talking to, that listens to me, that acknowledges um, what I think, and uh, isn't judgmental. I actually enjoy it quite a lot. I've never been to school. I don't have any formal training. Uh, you're not going to find a diploma or a certificate or anything. I literally just have my brain and all the people that I've sat and listened to over the years. I've always just seemed to be in the right place at the right time to deal with what people are going through. Uh, I've heard a lot of stories. I've heard a lot of problems. I've listened to things you wouldn't even think would be a problem and things that are just like oh wow all the while I've had my own problems and at first it was really hard not to compare them because I would see people that had these problems and be like what the hell you haven't even really been through anything but that was the childish uh, judgmental you know side of me that didn't really understand and as I've learned about emotions and I've learned about feelings and I've learned the way that everything 
kind of works as a process. I understand now, you know? And when I say I understand, I I like to use like this whole spiritual side mixed with the science because I really love the science, but I feel like everything that we know limits us to what we know. And I love the whole spiritual aspect of things because spirituality is based on intuition and faith and belief and all those things are the things that are needed to create something out of nothing to take something somewhere it's never been way back in the day before technology like it is today there was people that just observed and they paid attention and they figured out so many things that people nowadays have forgotten um, connection and people are just so commonplace and numerous that we don't value people the way that we used to we don't value connections we don't value relationships and we don't give them the respect that they deserve every relationship and that's because we have so many of them and they're so easily obtained that people just look over them and that's what humans do i don't know why they do that but whenever they have something easy they and they take it for granted um they get in this routine of it always being there and when they get in that routine their brain actually stops paying attention to it uh, routine oh my god routine is the killer of everything I know that a lot of people like routine and they want routine for um, it helps with anxiety you know it, uh, you know what to expect you know what's gonna happen you know everything and so it make it can make periods of life easier but it kills information when you get stuck into a routine, you don't intake any information other than what your routine is. This is how people leave babies in cars, or this is how people walk past people dying, or things like that, and they just don't see it. They don't realize that they've done it. And it's because it's something new, and they're so used to their routine that the brain ignores the new information which is completely different from living in like a mindful state of mind where you're always aware of everything that's going on around you at all times but you're able to keep it in that moment and you're able just to think about it as it is and not let anxiety take over or not let it trigger the past that's the state of mind that I like to stay in. I was really susceptible to what other people said because I didn't have a good sense of self. So even though I saw it as a very positive thing, uh, I got told I was overthinking at one point and all of a sudden I was like, what? I'm overthinking? And from that point forward until I learned to understand what I was doing, I 
got stuck overthinking and um, thinking the wrong things and just <laughs> being all out of whack. Uh, I've come to learn this about me whenever I don't have a solid uh, understanding of something about myself and somebody else says something different my brain will automatically acknowledge what they said and assume it to be true because I don't have the understanding of my own actions a lot of that I think definitely comes in with the autism and uh, not having us this solid sense of self whenever I think of me as a person it's like there's nothing there um, it's not empty I can attest uh, from the CPTSD and, and healing and learning from that the emptiness that was um, that I felt from that was completely different like it was it was like this invisible pain that sucked the nothingness that I kind of explain as myself is it doesn't feel wrong it's just that if you ask me to pay attention to it and to explain it I have no way to explain it other than there's just nothing there it's like this um, plexiglass wall where everything's kind of misshaped or misformed but it's all see-through so it's like it's there but it's not really there that's the best explanation I got for it and I've actually come to a point to where I've learned to accept that because as me because even though it's not there, I have learned mostly through listening to others and talking to others that there are values of mine that I always hold true to, that I stick firmly to. And by doing this, I never actually lose myself. I'm always me. And by ingraining these values into the foundation of who I am, I subconsciously filter all of my thoughts through these values first. Um, as far as actions go, like as far as how I act and how I uh, um, present myself to be in the world, which I mean, how I present myself is nothing like the way that I think or how I am even in like a close personal relationship because how I present myself is not for me it's for others it's for people it's for kids that are watching you know kids learn through observation and um, when they see people out here just doing whatever the hell they want and acting however the hell they want they learn that that is an okay way of being and they never learn inhibitions and self-restraint and all this other things uh, they miss out on a whole chunk of brain development whereas whenever they see some people that they can look up to they can admire that they can strive to be like 
in a positive way. I don't mean somebody being fake. I'm not being fake. I may be presenting an image, but it is wholeheartedly something I believe in. It is the change that I want to see. It is not something I do for others, and I don't care how other people see me. In fact, most of the time, people see it and they're just like, you don't have to be that way. You shouldn't be doing that for people or you shouldn't be this way. And it's like, no, this is what I want to be because this is the way that I feel people should be. And when I was younger, it was the kind of role model I wish that I had in my life that I didn't. So it's a very personal thing to me. Um, now, granted, for a while there, it was very subconscious and I couldn't not be it. Like, it was like a mask, you know, like um, I always said yes to everything. I was just stretching myself way too thin, agreeing to things that I couldn't do, burning myself out, shutting down constantly losing jobs everything was just it sucked as I've come to see myself as a person and to understand these things where they come from how I got them and why I adhere to them even whenever it's not easy sometimes all of a sudden the mask is just something that um, is part of me and it's not something that is driving me, uh, that's in control. Does it automatically take over if I get stressed or if I don't know what to do? Yes. Does it stay in control or anything like that? No. I mean, as soon as um, my rational thought catches up and I'm able to examine and understand and think, um, I can kind of pull it back. And also trust myself to still adhere to those values so basically you know yes uh, some because of the depression and stuff like that it was in control for a while it was part of my trauma but as I've been healing and learning and growing I also realized that it was it's part of me that's what's made a lot of this so difficult even when it comes to like how I see love uh, one of the things CPTSD does to you is it causes you to hold on to any perception of what could be love it causes you to create fantasy like loves it causes you to see soulmates in people that aren't soulmates it causes you to see over influenced and over dramatic and over just over everything form of love it's very hard because love is something that i take very seriously and it's something that is kind of like a dream of mine because i grew up in a family without love and so it's something i want but i always knew it wasn't the way that i perceived it to be and i knew what it was but it was so hard for me I couldn't control the way that my brain would do these things. Man, it was just hard. 
now that I'm kind of coming away from that, it's been very nice actually because I um, can kind of just revert back to loving the way that I love, which is just straightforward and honest and pure and I want to help others and I want to do what I can to make whoever I'm with just make life easier for them, make it more efficient. That's all. Just thoughtful things. Um, I don't like saying the words. I don't like feeling like I have to prove that I love somebody. If I try to express it, that childish side of me takes over and it can be very dramatic and generic and straight out of a movie because <laughs> uh <laughs> you know it's just a little kid there <laughs> trying to do what he saw on tv <laughs> but uh yeah like that's not me i mean i don't know what people call it i don't really get hung up on labels you know um romance uh romantic uh, non-romantic I don't I don't know love is just love to me and whenever I love somebody then my brain works for them I mean that's it like my brain adapts to them it molds to them it finds all the pieces it needs it it becomes what they need it will do everything it can to make things easier for them. I had to learn to control this too because at a point whenever I was broken uh, after a bad relationship I was just so messed up in my head and so ashamed of the love that I had that I was just giving it away to everybody and Man, whenever you stretch your brain that thin with that many people, you just, <laughs> it was just constant fatigue. That's the only way I was just burnt out. <laughs> um, always tired, always worn out, always, my brain was always just shutting down and not wanting to work. But um, as I've come to understand how I love, what I do for people, and starting to realize that I need to that I had to save that for somebody that I actually love um, because of the way it stresses me out and for myself obviously I've come to really kind of see how I love is unique and I've come to value it it's helped me come to kind of you know value myself which is what I was trying to obtain by giving it away to everybody but that was never going to work because what people receive easily, they take for granted. Uh, but at the same time, I kind of expect if it's somebody that I do love, though, if they can't see my love for what it is, then they don't love me. They're not looking at me, probably enjoying the benefits of what my love gives them, but they're not seeing me. And even if I love them, I've learned to let it go. The hardest part about that is the heartbreak because 
I have been so tough for so long and I have been so strong through everything that I didn't think it would be something I'd let hurt me. And it made me happy. I, I know that sounds weird, but it made me happy. I fell for somebody. It was real. It was chaotic. <laughs> it made me heal. It made me see myself. It made me grow. And it was the first time that I'd felt anything in like probably 13, 14 years old. I didn't want to let it go because, you know, how can you, this is something you've dreamt of and wanted your whole life. And now they don't love you the way that you love them and you have to just let it go. Like, you know how absurd that is. Uh, but I did. And for a while it was hard because I was rejecting the heartache, the heartbreak, the pain. I was trying to act like it wasn't real. And here lately, I've just been trying or learning to acknowledge my feelings and to just allow them to hurt me. <sighs> Which is a very hard thing to do when you have had so many people hurt you over and over. That you've learned to just deal with it that it's going to happen to know that this is about to hurt you and to allow it to hurt you as a choice was a very hard thing for me to do because I was just so used to ignoring the pain because it was never a choice for me the pain was there it was done to me repeatedly over and over and it was never something I got to choose. Love was never there to dull it or to make it better. <laughs> now I'm allowing myself to hurt and to feel and to be sad, to be truly sad and man it um it's healthy and it's good and i know this but man it just it doesn't seem right like it doesn't feel like this is the way things should be but it is and it's so crazy because i've always listened to music and i don't memorize it very well and I remember a lot of emo stuff from back whenever I was a kid, but here lately, just being sad, I understand music more than I ever have. I've, like the, it just makes sense to me, and I'm, I'm realizing, like even though I don't have very strong emotions. I have been blocking them out for so long that I had forgot what this was, that I had forgot what feeling was even really like or about or really that it was okay. I was so ashamed of it. Like, I grew up being told that I didn't feel what I was feeling, that when I expressed myself, it was, you know, there was always told something like, no, you're just ashamed of me or whenever... I got angry, I was abandoned, or 
when I stood up for myself, somebody ended up dying. Um, whenever I tried to tell the truth, I was just told I was lying. Whenever I tried to feel something always went wrong. Whenever I enjoyed feeling something, it was out of ignorance and I ended up being ashamed of all of it. Even though I don't feel much and I don't always understand what I'm feeling. When you're ashamed of it and you're suppressing it all, it has to go somewhere. And I never wanted to hurt anybody, so instead of letting my pain turn into anger or hatred I always just did my best to understand it and then I always just used it to help people you know like I've been through so much that I'm able to relate to almost everybody I've ever talked to um, I don't think people really ever understand what it means for somebody to understand them um, or for somebody to make them feel understood. And, you know, that's I gave up on the whole wanting somebody to save me because of this. You know, like I, I used to want somebody to save me, but for somebody to save you, that means that they have been through as much or worse than you. That's the only way that uh, they make you feel understood or that you even feel understood. And when you think about the pain you've been through, regardless of how much pain it is, do you wish it on others? I sure as heck don't. And that's, you know, whenever I learned that um, I was responsible for the pain and how I used it was up to me. Um, granted, I didn't really see much of a point in healing. Like I said, my traumas kind of covered up a lot of things about me I was ashamed of. And I could use my traumas to help other people, make them feel understood. They wasn't causing me any grief or, or anxiety because I had no attachments. I was betrayed by everybody. I, I didn't have anybody. So... There was no relationships for them to affect. I lived that way for a very long, a very long time. And it's not like, how much I say, it's not like I want recognition or anything for anything that I do. It's all a choice. It's how I choose to live. It's how I want to live. But sometimes, sometimes it would just be so good. It would just be good if for it to be acknowledged like okay I may not have the dreams of everybody else I may not be out here trying to make a bunch of money and trying to get ahead in the world in that way and I mean my dreams may seem silly to some people wanting to be somebody that people could look up to um, wanting to find love and wanting to be in a healthy relationship to where I can make somebody happy 
or not I know I can't make them happy but I can love somebody freely and as myself and it not be the same thing that happened when I was a child because I loved freely then too <laughs> but it was used against me and it was never um, recognized and it was taken advantage of and it was thrown out and so I know some people might see it as wrong and you know trying to validate the past but it's not me trying to validate the past it is very much so different because I have dealt with the past really I've just kind of went back to how I used to be undid all those feelings that I was made to feel about myself growing up and now I'm at this point to where it's like this blank slate <laughs> I don't really know what to feel exactly and I don't really know where to go or what to do with it um, it's just kinda you know I'm just letting it happen and moving with it and going with it you know um <laughs> but it's a really weird place to be but i like it that's why i decided to you know do this and to put some effort into this is because i have a lot of stuff and a lot of ways of thinking and a lot of things that i've seen and figured out and um, ways of understanding things that I think will be so beneficial for people because regardless of what kind of person you are whether you're a deep thinker like me or whether you don't think at all if you don't have an understanding then how can you ever make something yours that's kind of the thing you know it's just um, people don't really have a true understanding of why they believe what they believe sometimes those fragile beliefs are all we have to hold on to you know so i'm very unbiased i'm very unjudgmental and i uh i try to give all possibilities and try to give everything credit where it's due um i do not see good and bad i do not see definitives that's what i'm trying to say i don't see definitives um now i do see opposites and i do see this and that and comparative things I will generalize a lot I will provide my explanations hopefully in a way that they can be taken and not be triggering I understand that the world is in a place that it's in and the things that I believe are some of them go right along with it and some of them are very contradictory but they all have good reason. Like, I've thought about it a lot and I have good explanation. I have good understandings and I want to give them. And hopefully they help people. Because all I've ever wanted is for everybody just to get along. I don't understand the reason for all the arguing and the defensiveness and the hurt and this whole diversity and independence um, thing. We're literally trying to kill attachments just 
to figure out how we belong and that makes no sense because as we people kill attachments they become attached to other things whether it's being attached to being alone or being in nature or whether it's attached to their phone and the internet or whether it's attached to instagram or whether they become attached to things that don't matter and that are superficial and they break off all the real attachments saying that they're unhealthy while they dive into unhealthy habits our attachments I should say I mean we all have unhealthy habits come on <laughs> um, but that's why I say I don't see good and bad and I just see the way things are you have to take me at my word for that because a lot of the things that I say are gonna sound judgmental at first unless you hear my whole understanding um, and that's one thing I've asked of anybody who listens to this man if you're listening to this and you're liking what I'm saying <laughs> just follow through with it you know um if i say something that triggers a feeling or triggers you know something you believe just know that's not what i'm trying to do i'm gonna keep going and if you listen i'll explain it in full detail because i'm not trying to change anybody's beliefs i'm not trying to tell anybody what to believe I'm actually all for anybody believing whatever the heck they want to believe as long as they understand why they believe what they believe. Because if you don't understand it, it's not your belief. It's something that you hold on to because you see it as something that other people hold on to or other people value and you want to belong or be accepted and so you take it on as yours those kind of beliefs will have you lost and being somebody that you're not and unhappy in a world where everybody's lost anyways I have a very unique perception of things and a way of looking at things and I really think that uh, y'all will enjoy it all you have to do is listen I'm going to do all the thinking for you because that's that's my hobby. That's what I like to do. I like to think, but I don't like to think in circles and I don't like to overthink anything. I like to think about all the possibilities. And once I'm sure I've seen all the possibilities, see how they connect, see the most likely and plausible reality of things and then form my own belief, my own opinion. And if somebody can change it, great. But most of the time, they can't. <laughs> and they're not going to unless they can put as much depth into the belief as I can. I'm not just going to believe something because I'm supposed to believe it. <laughs> I couldn't even believe religion because of that. I, <laughs> I couldn't believe in love because of that. I can't believe in anything because of that. I have to build the belief from the ground up. And understand it completely before I believe it. That's where I got a lot of my values. Honesty and loyalty and integrity and um, just respecting people and trusting people even though they haven't earned my trust. I, I give trust and respect and 
things like that freely because I don't feel like those are things that should be earned. I feel like those are things that should be lost because, I mean, really think about it. You meet somebody, you've never done anything to them, you enjoy their company, but yet you have to prove to them that you're loyal or that you're a friend or that, you know, you value them. Does that sound right? Or do you meet somebody and because you value relationships and because you take them seriously and you know that they have the same understanding as you, that that trust and that respect is immediately there? Or does that sound right? That's kind of my take on it. Um, And you got to understand, I've learned everything that I've learned from people, talking to people, listening to people, watching people, pay attention, paying attention to people. Um, just, I didn't have a whole lot of actual, like, knowledge from school or anything like that. I mean, I have a bunch of psychology books on my phone that I bought, but I haven't even read them yet. I um, I think I just get I, I prepare myself for people to challenge my credibility on what I know and um, I have things I want to be able to make myself uh, seem credible but I've stopped worrying about that because you know what none of that matters I'm telling you straight away I have no credentials um, either I'm making sense to you or I'm making no sense to you and you're not listening so it don't matter (laughs) and that's kind of I guess the whole point that I'm coming to is that um, all these people that have never understood me for all these years man it was never me okay yes I needed work on communication I uh I probably said things way too bluntly and said things way too straightforwardly and I probably said them with no tact at all. Probably very assertive, I imagine, and very reactional and out of feeling versus out of rational thought. And um, they had every right to dismiss or make me feel the way that I've, you know, got made to feel, you know, like I was dumb, like I didn't know anything. Um, I've also realized that when people don't understand or don't know, a lot of times they will just act like they know, (laughs) like they will act like you're explaining something to them that they already know and make you feel like, you know, you're treating them like they're an idiot (laughs) or like they're a child just to cover up the fact that they don't know. Like, I didn't realize that people were so scared of what they don't know. Um, like, that's my, like, dude, that's, that's, um, that's what I love. I love the unknown. I love the things that, I don't want to say uncertain, but I love the things that can be anything. That's where I can still fall within the perimeters of my thinking style but my imagination gets to fully be 
and my creativity really gets to shine in the way that I can understand things different way that other people haven't or don't or forgotten. I have a starting point, what something is, and I have what I want to get, the message I want to get across, the point I want to get across, the answer. I just allow my brain to branch off all these possibilities and see every way possible of trying to get this point across, get my answer across in a way that leads the other person to the answer with understanding versus just trying to tell them the answer. That's me. That's where my creativity is. That's that's where I shine. That's what I love to do. Um, a lot of people tell me I should be a therapist or something like that. And I'm like, no, no, no. I don't want to do that. <laughs> um, just because I'm good at something doesn't mean it's necessarily something I want to do to make money. Uh, it's one of my values. I help people to help people. I don't help them to gain anything, to get anything, to get ahead or anything like that. I just help them because they're in my path and they need help. If they're not in my path, I don't go out of my way. Uh, I used to, and I had to put some more strict guidelines on that rule because it was so open-ended that my trauma was running away with it. <laughs> but now I don't go seeking out people to help. It's a lot less stressful. And I've come to learn that the ones that end up around me usually represent a part of myself or pieces of myself maybe need some work or that I don't understand fully or there's always something in the people that I'm around that I'm working on myself. I don't know what you call that. Uh, coincidence. It's how I've always lived my life. I just trust in my intuition and that I'm going to do the right thing because I made sure I created this person with these values as a foundation, as a guideline of being that he would never hurt anybody. I never wanted to hurt anybody. I just let myself be. The big one is uh, I don't judge myself. I was ashamed of myself. God, that one's been so hard to get rid of. But I don't judge myself. I accept things. Um, I'm learning <laughs> to allow things. But... Uh, I know that everything has a reason and a purpose, even if I don't know it yet. But I do trust that I will always know it soon enough. And I also kind of live in this state of mind to where if I know, then I immediately start feeling like I limit myself. And I will start looking for, or I would basically I just start ignoring what I know and uh, distract myself, deflect, whatever, because I strongly feel that to know is the enemy. When you know yourself, whenever you know what you're going to do, when you know who you're going to be, when you know where you're going to go, when you know what love is to you, when you know these things, 
they're nothing but limits because all of a sudden that's all it's ever going to be for me it's finding solace and finding acceptance in the unknown and the fluidity of being a person of changing of growing of the constant motion and flow of life finding comfort in that is what really allowed me to start being okay with who I was there's other things that went into that but being okay with who I was and not worrying about who I am <laughs> and allowing myself to just be and not worrying so much about the details <laughs> because I mean what do they matter anyways <laughs> okay great you um you figured you you defined yourself a little bit more you said oh this is my sexuality now well what happens when it changes so now you mean so what about what about all the time that you put into uh trying to figure this out and all the mistakes that you made trying to figure this out and then later on you go oh shit that didn't even matter or you could just trust yourself in the first place but a lot of us don't know how to do that or we've let somebody destroy that for us and um these are some of the things that uh, I want to talk about and explain. And hopefully, you know, I'll just be able to be the brain for a bunch of people. Because, you know, I honestly value people that don't think deeply so friggin' much. Because the ones that don't think deeply, I've noticed, feel extremely deeply. And, man, I don't really know what that's like. Like... Whenever I say a lot of the things that I do are fake, I don't mean they're fake as in they have bad intentions or they're malicious. It's just that I put together all these things to create these feelings and uh, these situations to make people feel understood. And I create this type of vibe and uh, energy that I give and take with people. I'm very aware that it's a very conscious thing that I do, which is another thing that I had to deal with because it made me feel so evil and like a monster, honestly. But I'm very aware that it's not real. But I can't tell the people that it's not real. I'm telling y'all, but you know, this is different. If I, when I try and tell people that it's not real, they don't want to believe me. They don't want to act like it's true because they even invested into these things that I've said or done to help them. So a lot of times, nobody ever really sees me. They don't get what I do. And if they ever do, they honestly, they don't see it as possible. They don't really like what they see. And most of the time, you know, I'm just left. And that's okay. It's kind of just become part of life, you know, that I've been trying to learn, you know, like if it's somebody that I want to keep in my life, I can't, I can't make, make them feel understood in the way that I want to make them feel understood. And it sucks. Actually, it's the worst thing in the world to understand in my head and to know, but 
to never say it out loud and to just kind of face the backlash of just trying to stay true to me and um, deal with kind of just the fact that it seems like it doesn't work out either way, you know? I help people. They figure out who I am. They don't like the person that I am. I like somebody. I know that I can't help them. I try to be there for them. I try to distract myself and be everything but what I'm so used to do everything but what I'm so used to doing and they think I don't understand them or they think that they just they take me the wrong way. They don't get it. But that's the story of life. With what I'm doing now, I'm just trying to find a way to channel this side of me into a more broader way of being so that people can find it and people can listen to it and they can choose to allow it instead of me always making a choice and I can stop doing it in my everyday life because it's always going to be part of me like I can't just not do it I can't just not try to help it's not part of it's part I mean it's not conducive to who I am I am a helper I am you know I'm the everyman I'm anything people need me to be that is part of my identity and it's something I take value in I take pride in most don't really see the work that I put into it the knowledge that I put behind it the how hard it is to be everything for everybody and still be myself and hold on to my values and to not compromise them and do it so blindly and honestly on nothing but just faith and believing in myself and knowing that I'm I know know that I'm going to figure it out it's it's been a unique lifestyle but it's taught me so much so so much now that I'm being more myself all these experiences that I definitely don't want to do again or re-experience um, that I would never choose to do that um, I was mostly doing out of coping mechanisms and um, because I wasn't able to see who I was I'm able to use them to be a better person and to understand things that I would have never understood before. And that's how I see all of life. There's always opportunity and a good side to things. There's always a good way of looking at things. There's always something to learn. There's always a way to enjoy where you're at, what you're doing. What really matters is, especially for me, is who you get to enjoy those things with. And that's something that's really important to me. And that's one of the reasons that I don't care about all these other things in life. Because until I have somebody to go experience these things with and to do these things with, they just, they don't excite me. I'm okay with that. And a lot of people say, oh, you know, you're missing out on life. I'm not missing out on anything. 
In fact, I, I would probably thoroughly enjoy life more than a lot of these people out here having experiences trying to run from themselves because I don't ever run from myself. Um, <laughs> the worst I've done is deny part of myself and uh, I don't think I ever want to do that again. So yeah, enjoy. This is going to be the only one that I really talk about me. Uh, whenever I talk about anything else later on, I I will start explaining. Or I don't I just explain it all together in every angle and, you know, you'll understand. Um, if you want interesting, something interesting to listen to, that's always going to change. That always has a different point of view. That will never fail to surprise you and make you say... Damn, I never thought of it that way. Then listen, I will upload at least once a week. Sometimes more, sometimes less, but I'm shooting for at least once a week to make sure I have up at least a one hour long podcast. And um, if we ever get to a point to where people are following and they like this... You know, I'll definitely try to make a, um, I don't know, maybe a collaboration or maybe somebody can, or people can send me questions and I'll just do a whole, once I get enough questions, I'll do a whole video or a whole podcast of, uh, of, uh, me answering people's questions in full detail. Uh, I love questions by the way, and nothing's ever off limits for me. I can talk about anything whenever I have a starting point. Now, if I'm just talking like now, I'm just going to talk about things I'm interested in. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I am definitely a talker when I want to be. But most of the time, I'm pretty quiet. I like to observe as well, especially when there's something to observe. But if it's just me by myself, nah, I want to talk. <laughs> so I look forward to being heard, and hopefully uh, you look forward to hearing more. <laughs>